Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, fellow 20-somethings. It's your girl, Sydney Winter. And guess what? The wait is finally over. Season four of Crying in Public is here, and I'm flying solo for the very first time. That's right. No co-host to rein me in. Just me, myself, and the mic. From relationships to careers and all the awkward encounters in between, we're covering it all. So mark your calendars and set your reminders because Crying in Public is dropping its juiciest season yet. Listen to the new season of Crying in Public on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more. And listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. Your passions should fit you exactly. But your purpose in life should exceed you. Kevin Kelly. I have a passion for actors. I love actors. They're a special breed. They walk to a different beat. They hear yeses when other people are saying no. They hear possible when other people hear impossible. They shut off the noise and they believe in themselves and don't allow outside distractions to deter their dreams. Purpose is what fuels the journey. When you know, and honestly, be honest, if you want to be in this business because you want 300 pairs of shoes, you want three pair, 300 pairs of shoes. You want to be in this business to also use your voice to start a foundation, a school, give back to your community, whatever it is, know what it is because your purpose is going to feed your soul. Your purpose is going to push you forward when you question in negative 15 degrees outside Chicago exterior, why am I here? Purpose is going to sustain you during those times. Learn your purpose. 
Feed your soul and trust the journey. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry isn't old to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one line, one Cry Me a River, ah. Y'all hear this, man? to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of international Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Dear Chelsea, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Lip Service. It's a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more and listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And sit back with your pen and your paper, your phone, whatever you use to document information, because today's guest is me. And I am going to address some issues and concerns that I have about your issues and your concerns about agents and managers and the difference between the two, okay? Um, This is 
you know, I don't like to say that I have pet peeves because um, I don't really like that phrase. Um, I, I, I just have there are things that actors do that they might not be aware of. So I always say in my observation. Right. And so in my observation, there are a lot of things that actors are concerned about that I feel have nothing to do with the work. Right. Um, I would say one of the most often requests that I get um, from actors is how do I get an agent or can you help me get a manager? Okay. I want to be crystal clear on this point here. Okay. I understand that there are parents out there that have children who are performers and who have stellar talent, who are evolving into their talent, whatever levels that there are, right? Working actor, aspiring actor. However, you are not the one that makes the final decision. So when actors approach me to help them get an agent or manager and they say, I'm ready, that's great that you feel that you're ready. However, it's my reputation, it's my experience, and it's my credibility that's on the line when I refer you to people who do this all day, who represent clients that do this all day. So to present someone who the actor feels they're ready. However, I don't feel they're ready. You should trust my opinion on this. You should trust me on this unless, you know, you, nightlight, you, 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 you moonlight as a casting director and you have some credits. I'm just saying, like, I feel a lot of times when actors approach me, their, their position is I'm ready to do this. Get me an agent. And this, and I'm, I'm just going to automatically start working. Okay. So I want to rewind and go back to the beginning. Let's talk about the definition of what an agent is. An agent's job is to represent you and procure work. Now, procure does not mean that they can guarantee you work. They can introduce you to someone who's going to give you work right away. They have relationships in this industry, or they should. They have relationships where they know casting directors, they know directors, and they know producers. And casting directors, the relationship that agents have with me, they represent you. So they're like car salesmen for actors to me, right? Over the years, I've developed some really stellar relationships with, act, with agents and managers who I've never to this day seen their faces because everything was by the phone. Unless we did a panel or at a film festival, something like that. But for the most part, I've never seen the faces of most of these agents and managers. There's also a trust, right? As a casting director, I have been in gazillion positions where we have hired someone who may not be SAG, but because they're getting a contract, they're able to become SAG after. And if you don't know that, you have to, especially now that the strike is over and there are changes in the bylaws, you need to read up on that and do your due diligence so you know, because that's the goal. If you're a non-union actor, your goal is to be a union actor. You don't want to be a non-union actor for the rest of your life. You, there's goals, sag after. okay? Um, so what you want to do, when agents call me up and say, Tracy, I have this amazing actress, I want you to meet her, when I have great relationships with agents, I don't question, I don't send me the resume, I trust them. I'm like, okay, I trust you. I've been doing business long enough, right? When, as a casting director, for me and in my experience, when I book an actor, 
I always ask the production company prior if I can have plus 10. What that means is that I only deal with franchise agents. Franchise agents are governed by the state of California, the state of New York, the state of Georgia. And these agents can only ask for 10%. That's it. Anything over that, I don't deal with that. Because again, franchise agents are governed by the states. So that means that I get the actor's salary in addition to that plus 10%. So the actor does not have to extract the money from their money. It's in addition to, and of course, actors always like that. And of course, I always love it because I feel like I'm helping out the actors and saving them 10%. So I've been in positions where I've hired actors who did not have agents and needed someone to negotiate their contract. And so at that point, you know, I recommend agents who are my friends or who I know are great agents or managers. And so it's almost like free money in a sense, because they didn't send them. They don't represent the agent doesn't represent them. So the agent did not submit them to the project. Um, and the agent didn't negotiate the deal. So the 10% is giving that to the agent. And then and inclusive of that, they get a chance to represent this act on this deal. And prayerfully, you know, they sign them. So I've been in a lot of positions like that a lot with working actors and celebrity actors. That's how I've developed over the years, great relationships with agents and managers where they trust my opinion. So in rewinding, the first thing is your training has to be on point. Like it's not a game. When you sign with an agency, the bottom line, because again, this is show business. This is not show art. This is not show craft. This is show business. And being show business, the agents and managers want to know, are you going to make money for the agency, for the company? Period. That's all they want to know. They will give you an opportunity to grow. They don't expect you to be signed on Friday submitted to something on Tuesday and then book it by Friday. They don't have expectations of that caliber um, unless you're dealing with like a CAA, ICM, William Morris, those superpower where um, the expectations are high and the clientele meets them. They represent the best of the best. Um, So your training is going to prepare you for the work that you're getting ready to do, right? Because when you get an agent, there's no, oh, agent, um, I'm not feeling well today, so I'm not going to be able to do the submission. Can you call the casting director and get an extension? No, that's not, no. They they can drop you, and that's something that you don't want. You don't want an, an agency to drop you. It happens, but you don't want that to happen. You want to come into an agency enthusiastic, focused on the business, understanding the business, the rules and the regulations of SAG and ACTRA. This is your business. So treat it like a business and know your business, right? So that's what the expectations are. Now, and I'm not going to speak intelligently on this because I have not had the time to look through the new rules and regulations and everything of SAG-AFTRA and the changes. And I am because as a casting director, to my understanding, we can no longer say, you know, Jennifer, this tape is due. You know, I call Jennifer on a Thursday and I'm like, it's due on Monday or it's due on Friday or Saturday. Um, there's a time period now and it's a little extension for you guys to get these tapes in, but I'm going to be honest, you know, you don't get your tape in, in the first two days, I would say that's late, but the first two days, if you have a tape, you get it on Wednesday and it's due on Monday. You want to have that tape in by Thursday night at the latest Friday morning. 
because we are in an error where we get tapes from all across the United States and people don't have to be in live auditions anymore. So, you know, in live auditions, I could schedule maybe 50 people a day in a Zoom submission. I could get 1,700 submissions in one day. So you want to get it in and training prepares you to be able to get the sides, look at the breakdown, you guys, when you get the breakdown, understand that breakdown, because as a casting director, I would correlate the sides with the breakdown so that the director could see the characteristics in which they were looking for in the sides. But when you read the breakdown and it says charming, um, you know, sexy and, you know, smart, like those sides are going to incorporate those things where we can see them. So that's just a tip. Really read those breakdowns so you can understand the character and fuse that into those sides for your submissions. So you get your submission in early. There's a chance that the casting director, because I don't know about you, casting 17 principles and getting a minimum of 700 to 900 per character, it's not humanly possible that myself, an associate, an assistant, an intern can handle all first two to 300. We don't find what we're looking for in that, then we revisit the breakdowns and look for new talent. But first two to 300, training is going to help you do that. And if you are in a demographic or you have a specific talent, character, something where the agency is sending you out like three to five times a day, I mean, a week, three to five times, it could be a day. Maybe Spirit may wanted me to say a day, but three to five times a week, like that's some work, you guys. And if you want to, to, you know, be able to do it and juggle whatever job you have, you know, um, that may be maintaining your lifestyle or maybe you're a working actor that's maintaining your lifestyle and you're, you know, auditioning, man, you got to be able to turn over because an agent's job is to get you in the door. Your job is to secure and close the deal. That's not your agent's job. And when I say you have three to five auditions a week, I'm saying that's three to five characters that you have to prepare for that are different. That's work. But when you're training, it's not work because it's automatic. Whether you go to the Meisner School, you know, or the Spirited Actor, wherever you go, there are templates that you are given. And so you use those templates to help refine your time, really, because since COVID, you guys don't have time. Nothing has time anymore. Nothing, nothing. People are shooting full-length featured films, full-length featured films in 17 to 21 days, and I've done it myself. Crazy. And I come from the school of at least three to four weeks on a featured film. And when they had a lovely budget like Shaft, it was 85 days. No more. Mm -mm. Nope. In, out, done episodic one take done. How am I going to be noticed? How am I going to be seen? Do the work, break down that scene training. So let's say you're six months in with your agent, six months in with your manager and nothing is really sticking yet. This is when, and, and this is, you should have conversation. Let me just again, rewind. When you do get an appointment with an agent, you want to understand that this is a relationship between two entities, yourself and this corporation, this company, right? That's repping you and your career. 
So you want to make sure, and I always say this would be my first question if I was an actress, how many of me's Tracy Moore's people that look like Tracy Moore's are within your agency? Because if there are more than two, just know you're competing against those two people within the agency and then others outside of the agency. So if they have one or two of yous, that's good. If they have none of yous, that's even better. But you want to ask how many of yous do they have within their company, right? They're on their roster. Um, you want to be prepared and going in there and knowing specifically what it is that you want to do. Do you want to do television? If you want to do television, that is your nine to five in the industry. Television works Monday through Friday. You have the weekends off. Depending upon how scheduling is, um, when I worked on Eve's show, the schedule was, I did the pilot. I didn't work on the show itself. Um, but their schedule at that time was three months on, one month off, three months on, one month off. And that was for 13 episodes. So it just depends on scheduling. Um, but television is your nine to five. Um, and I'm talking about television that's like in the studios, you know, in LA or Atlanta. Although Tyler Perry shoots a whole, there's a whole other thing with Tyler Perry. He's one of those 17 days and he's probably like 10 days, he's less than that. Um, so you want to have a conversation with your agent, like uh, these are the type of, TV shows that I want to work on. Um, I want to work in Los Angeles. I want to work in New York. I'm open to work everywhere. Atlanta, Vancouver, Toronto, Chicago, um, Nashville too. Um, so that's important to know specifically what it is that you want to do. And also, who do you want to work with? Oh, I'd love to work with Stan Lathan. Why do you want to work with Stan Lathan? I love, you know, his direction in comedy, Moesha, blah, 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 whatever it is. Also know the reason why you want to work with these people, not because you're a fan, but you appreciate, love and respect their work. Film, if you want to travel and have different experiences within the United States or with outside of the United States, that's film. Film is it, and film is a little more laid back. I mean, um, television is very structured, formatted, time to move, right? Film is like that too, but there's a different leisure in film. Um, I've done both. I love both. I would say that I gravitate more to film though. I will say that. Um, so know who and why you want to work with them. Actors, producers, directors, prayerfully, you guys are reading credits right now. The people in these credits are the people you're going to be working with. They're real. So you should know, um, and also understand what directors work with, like, um, Spike Lee works with Kim Coleman, um, Aisha Coley. Like there are certain directors at, well, a lot of directors work with the same casting people. So when you read credits, you'll know who works with whom, right? The other thing, when you meet with an agent, you don't need to constantly reiterate like i'm going to prove you or, or i'm going to make you proud of me i'm going to create i'm going to make so much money for this agency those are thoughts hold those thoughts to yourself yeah the meeting might not be the place to present that only because you know there is something to being humble just in life itself and moving silently and not having to prove anything, not having to express anything or overly express anything. Just sit back, take a breath and, you know, be grateful to be in that position to have someone who believes in you. And that's another thing. You need to be with an agent or manager that believes in you right now. They don't need you to do any circus ole, you know, backflip stands, nothing like that. They believe in you right now. And that's very important. You need somebody else other than yourself to believe in you. You need to trust them. You need to trust the fact that they have insight into your career. They have insight into your personality and they have insight into who you are. 
And so they are in a position to help you. And you got to take that in, right? Let's talk about managers for a minute. Well, wait, okay. You guys know I get a little overzealous. Let me just make sure I've wrapped up everything on the agency. Um, so the bottom line with getting an agent is that you need to be absolutely positively prepared to have an agent from a business standpoint, from a talent standpoint. There are no excuses. There are no yabba dabba do dances. There's nothing. Because when you get an agent, an agent's expectations are you're ready. And when I recommend you or Elsa recommends you, you're ready. And what I'm not going to do is recommend someone based on their recommendation of themselves. I'm going to need to see a monologue. I'm going to need to see a scene. I don't even know you to trust you and say, okay, well, if you say you're good, you're good. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. And then I have 40 years on a resume. I don't know anything else. And I'm not saying I don't because I do. However, if I did not know anything else, I do know talent. And talent is not just limited to actors. And that's been a blessing in my life and a realization within the past 10 years is that I do know a lot of people, but from all different walks of filmmaking, which is so exciting and it broadens it. Um, my love, my passion is actors. So I definitely can say that. Um, so just know there's a commitment, man. There's a commitment when you decide that it's time for an agent and to move into that next level and step, um, just know you have to be ready. You have to be ready. You get one time to make a first impression and you want that impression to be impressionable and you want it to be memorable. And more importantly, you want them to be excited about you. Never let them see you sweat because you're in the room too. So what does that say about you? Okay. A manager, a manager's job is to guide and counsel your career. A manager is someone who knows you could possibly be a family relative, a best friend, um, an associate, but someone who knows you and the work that you want to present, the work that you want to create and their job with your agent, one is you can get a manager who has access to the breakdowns because that's the same thing with the agent. You need someone who has access to the breakdown service. Agents automatically have access to the breakdown service. Um, there's a, there's a payment, but that's how they submit their people to casting directors. Managers also pay, they, when they have access to the breakdowns then and relationships in this business, then you're with a great manager. If they don't have access to the breakdowns and they haven't gotten you and they haven't introduced you to an agent to secure an agent, I don't know if I'm secure about that manager. I will say this, do your due diligence. It's not my job to get your monologue. It's not my job to do all the work for you. This is the learning process and this is good for you. These are your takeaways today. It's not about you deciding when you are ready for an agent. It's being in a place where your talent is noticed, whether you're in a play, whether you're in a musical, um, you know, um, a one woman, one man show, somewhere where your talent is being showcased. That's the opportunity for people like myself to put eyes on you. And now in this world of Instagram, TikTok, whatever, you have a whole platform, YouTube, that you can create yourself and start to get the buzz, right? So there's a lot of freedom and getting your work out there now. Um, just train, read every single day aloud. So you are prepared for table reads. You're prepared for callbacks because you will get a new scene to read in a callback. Do that every day, 365 days a year 
train. Even if you get a book and you read a book, that's training. Do something every single day with your craft. Get a monologue, work on a monologue. You should have two. Do the things in which you need to do to create the journey that you want because you really are sitting in the driver's seat and it's so much of what you think about and how you use the words to manifest it. Because the bottom line is dreams do come true and acting is a career. All right. So that's my talk today on agents and managers. I'm going to open up the line right now with Elsa Lathan. Elsa's going to introduce us to our two spirit actors who have questions for me. Yes. Yes. Very good. Wonderful gems as usual, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you very much, Elsa. So today for our Q&A, we have two spirited actors who I think this may be their first time on, Tracy. Uh-uh. We have Lacey Harper. You can come on camera and unmute. Hi, Miss Lacey. Jennifer Stewart. Mm. Both of you can unmute, come on camera. Lacey, uh, ask your question first. Go ahead. Okay, my question for you is what makes a good actor portfolio? Okay, so when you say portfolio, because I haven't heard that word in a long time, Lacey. Yes. You would well, take me back to remember at uh models would come in with the leather. This is yes. before all y'all time, though they come in with the little leather or pleather briefcase hand thing. That's how far you took me, Lacey. Okay, Lacey. So if you are going to an actor's breakdown or looking at their profile, um, what are some things that you will look for that will say, okay, this this person is well-equipped. Um, I want to call them in for a audition. Okay, excellent. So the first thing that I look for, and you know, we all do as casting directors, I look for whether or not you fit the breakdown. So the first thing we look for is your photo. Your photo is so important. I can't stress it. Not your photo standing in front of a treehouse or in a submarine, getting a professional headshot from a photographer who knows how to shoot people of color and get your headshot. So once you pass that, right? So let's say the breakdown was 20s, natural beauty, fun personality, and I saw you. And I go, oh, yeah, her. So that after I click on your photo, I'm going to click on your resume because now I want to know what your work background. I want to know all your statistics and all of that training. Then I see training. I see work. I see this. And even if I didn't, I give it the benefit of the doubt that you're starting out. But something usually, and I can't be specific because it could be anything, but something usually grabs my attention on the resume where I'm like, I want to call her in. And then what solidifies it for you guys is you're real. I'm going to be honest because it just gives us two things. One, if you really look like your picture, that's the first thing. I always blow it away like, Wait, I go back to the picture like this. And it shows us something. Because you could look it and then look at the reel and the reel is like this and it's flat. The performance is flat. I'm not going to call you in. Casting directors, I'm going to say in my experience, I don't like to waste your time and I don't like my time being wasted. So I'm not going to call you in for something that, and especially, and, 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 you know, I've done this with Elsa is that it's sort of like this blind thing, right? Where I'll say to Elsa, tell me your, you know, write down your choices of Ken, right? And then I'll write my choices and then we'll meet with the choices. And nine times out of 10, we have the same names. There's a couple maybe she has or a couple, I, but the majority of it, it's the same. So, you know, when we... That that takes it, you know, of course, to a whole other level, you know what I mean? Because then we go into the casting from there and the submissions. But initially, you have to look like your picture, your picture. You have to don't lie on your resume because we all talk among ourselves <laughs> and it, we have more access to that now than back mm -hmm. in the day. So um but make sure your picture stands out. Make sure you look mm -hmm. like your picture. Um 
We have a makeup artist, hairstylist, and stylist on the set. We can make you look whatever we want. Like, you look beautiful right now. Very natural. I don't feel... I'm, I'm trying to see makeup. I think I see eyes. But very light. But at the same time, it pops. So that's something like what you're looking like today would be was something that would attract. And no stripes, though. That's a little distracting. Okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Did that Thank ask your question? Yes, and you did. Perfect. Okay. okay. Thank you, Lacey. And Miss Jennifer Stewart, you're up next with your question. Hi, Tracy Moore. Hi, Jennifer Stewart. You never age. I don't know what's going on in your world, but you look like the same person I met at oh. Ripley Greer as you've been oh. years ago. Really? <laughs> yep. Oh, Absolutely. You, you do. I don't know what's going on, but next oh. time I see you, I'm going to rub your elbow. Don't think anything of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, I have um, a question. Um, if you could share, if you don't mind sharing this question, what is the most memorable moment you had on set or interesting scenario about a scene that was simple at first, but then turned out to be quite challenging? Wow. I mean, seriously, there are a plethora of answers, but I'm going to mm -hmm. go with what spirit showed me. Um, God rest his soul, Ray Liotta. Um, um, Buster and I were doing a show called uh, a film called Narc, and we were shooting this film in Toronto. And um, it was cold, Jennifer. Like I know it's like, cold in Canada. I, I thought I thought Chicago was cold, but Toronto is Arctic. And um, um, it was a very dark film. If people have not seen it, but I highly recommend it. Was a great film. Ray Liotta, Jason Patrick, Buster, and um, I was on the set. And I heard, and there was a really difficult scene, right? Because Ray Liotta's character called Buster's character the N-word. And he felt very comfortable in saying that, right? So I'm, I, I was, I'm never comfortable with the word. My friends say it, I don't care, but I'm, it's just a personal choice for me. So after that, I was kind of like, huh, right? So he was sitting behind me on the set and I heard him say, because Buster had to do the scene afterwards and it was really deep and really great scene. He was tied back to back with this other actor and they were beaten, you know, and by, um, you know, they were bloody because they were beaten by Ray Liotta and Jason Pactor, who were these cops. But Jason, but Ray Liotta's character was stern. So Ray Liotta, I heard him say to one of the producers, Buster did a great job. And, you know, where did he train? Like, and then he came up to me and he said, I heard you were both Buster's acting coach. And I said, yeah, he was like, where did you train? How did you become an acting coach? Like 10 questions all in one breath. So when he finished, I said, would you like a DNA sample? And, you know, we <laughs> laughed because <laughs> it was a lot. And he was cool after that, right? Because he was very Ray Liotta. He was. Um, but his shoulders dropped. We were um, on set during Valentine's Day and Buster was giving out roses to everybody and you know, and Ray Liotta was, it was, it was, it was a really fun time, but I would have to say that my most memorable times are when things change, right? Like when something was going one way and then all mm -hmm. of a sudden I was able so. to be a part of altering it or solve the alteration of it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, mm -hmm. But you know what, Jennifer, stay tuned, $200, a one-way ticket in a trunk, my memoirs, um, I'm collecting my stories now. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. That's thank you. Great. great questions, you guys. 
I love spirited actors. I love actors. All, all of you are spirited actors. Um, okay. Thank you, Elsa. Great, great, great combo. And we're going to come back. So you guys sit back. We're going to come back with the spirited actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and we are going to do class in session. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one one Cry Me a River, ah. Y'all hear this, man? listen to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, yeah we had a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Dear Chelsea, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Lip Service. It's a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more and listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And now you know our favorite. Oh, I love to showcase the talent that exists out here in the universe. Elsa Lathan, co-executive producer of the podcast, is going to introduce, as always, our lovely Spirited Actor alumni. Hello, hello again. Hello again. So today on Class in Session, we have Miss Jennifer Stewart. Welcome, Jennifer. Hello. Welcome. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. 
And we have Miss Lacey Harper. Welcome, Lacey. Hello. Happy to be here. Thanks. Glad you're here, Lacey. Thank you. Thank you. So today's scene is written by our very own Leon Amato. Mm. It is titled, What Boundaries? Mm. <laughs> Interior, Tracy's Kitchen, Night. Love is in the Air and Never Too Much by Luther Vandross is blasting as Tracy spins around the kitchen getting ready for her dinner date until... Hey, baby, I couldn't make your favorite dish and not bring my baby girl some. Tracy's mom, mom comes barging through the front door. Mom, you scared the shit out of me. Boundaries, Ma, how did you get in? The landlord must be losing it. Maybe you forgot to lock the door. Oh, no, I used the emergency key. Ooh, what do we have going on here? Candles and shit? Why do you have two plates out? Her mom starts unwrapping the foil and unpacking the fully packed dinner course she prepared for her. I'm having... Are you having someone over? Like a date? Looking like that? Yes, mom. He's just a friend. Not playing Luther, he's not. Mom, you're stressing me out. He's going to be here soon. You got to go. Well, no. Let me help you. Anyone that knows you, baby, knows you can't cook. <laughs> Tracy grabs the rest from her mom's arms and escorts her to the door. Thank you, Mom. I appreciate you, but I got this. Now? Ooh, Tracy but hustles back to the kitchen to finish up. A moment later... Ding dong. Tracy adjusts in the mirror and dashes to the door. Hello. I bought another plate, baby, for him. Trust me, trust me. Why did you ring the doorbell this time? Boundaries, like you asked. No. I really wanted to make sure you came to the door ready, just in case it was him. Now turn around, turn around. Let me fix your hair. Tracy gives up, turning around and thinking it will get her out quicker until, surprise, surprise, in comes Todd. Hi. See. See. Oh, wow. That was a great scene and a great performance. First of all, let me say, I totally believe the relationship that you were the mom and you were the daughter. What I really like, Jennifer and Lacey, is that you were so clear in your character breakdown, in my opinion, that Lacey, I could pull, like you either are interior designer, you're a PR person, you're, I, I, you know, like I would go in that direction in terms of your occupation. You're definitely an entrepreneur though. You own your own house. You got a lovely bank account. You have investments. You have it together. Your mother is so overbearing. She's been overbearing since birth. And so but the thing is, is that you you still haven't put your foot down. You know what I mean? Because there are boundaries that you can set for parents where they're like, I would never do this. I would never do this. But one of my friends, because she's crazy, crazy. Her mother had a key to her apartment. So her mother would just come over, do laundry. Like her name was Princess when she was growing up. But her real name, I can't say it because she'll know who I'm talking about. But... <laughs> This chick came to the door, which she was with her man before her fiance came to the door naked when her mother like opened the door because she wanted to do something to shock her mother. So her mother would think twice about coming to her, opening up like her mother was knocking on the door, yelling her name, call her before she come. She had to set boundaries. You have not set boundaries because your mother, she's still like. She got the key. She left. She knocking. Here's your date. Why she there? 
You should be able to go like this. And she's like, okay, I'll see you later. Have a great date. But you haven't set boundaries. So I like that because it was annoying as a, as somebody watching as the audience, it was like, it really was, it wasn't to this extreme, but love and marriage Huntsville, one of the characters, mothers, she's not on this season, but woo, woo, woo. It was a little over the top. So I thought you guys did a great job in that. And you were so funny, Jennifer. You were really <laughs> funny and annoying all at the same time. I just felt Lacey's pain. Lacey was all up in here. You know, they say when you start rolling your eyes in your marriage or your relationship, that's when it's gone downhill. And that's what <laughs> Lacey was like, ah, you get on my nerves. <laughs> Why not give her a key? Why'd you give her a key? Once again, Lacey, without me, without you saying it, you have not created any boundaries. Mm-hmm. How are you going to give her a key? Out of all, uh, all the people in the world, Lord. So, obviously, I'm engaged, and I believe you guys did a great job. Thank you, Elsa, for putting the pair together. <laughs> when we come back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, I'm going to do Kudos Corner. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast, and we are at Kudos Corner. Kudos Corner is where we celebrate, embrace, love on some Spirited Actor alumni, uh, Spirited Actors who are performing, who are showcasing. We're there for you. So today's Kudos Corner Spotlight is on Shaquala Gooden. Shaquala is a Spirited Actor OG who recently wrote, produced, and starred in as a, her autobiographical one-woman play directed by veteran actor and director and one of my favorite people, Khalil Kane. As in as a, Shaquala plays five women in her life, her grandmother, her late mother, her daughter, and the other woman and herself. She's in talks to take the play on tour. Shaquala and Khalil also worked last year when she starred in his off-Broadway play, Lambs to Slaughter. She recently completed her first lead role in a film for the short Broken Hole that will make the film festival circuit in 2024. Behind the scenes, Shaquala runs Activated, a hub for all things acting, including on-site, her monthly Cole Reed workshop for actors, and Activated Education, where she teaches the fundamentals of acting to grade school students during and after school. Kudos to Shaquala Gooden. And now it's time to give love. So I started teaching when I was six months pregnant with my son in 1995, right? And at that time I had three students. I was so blessed within a couple of years, I had a waiting list. I remember one time I had a class of 22 actors and there were five people on a waiting list and they were begging me. And I was like, you know, I just don't feel comfortable going over 22, but let me ask the class. I asked the class and the class was like, sure. That was the biggest class I ever had. The thing is, is that at some point people started coming to my class because at the end of every class, we would get into a circle and hold hands and spirit. My instructions were to get in the middle and, and just speak. Right. And that's what I would do every class. And so my numbers started to go up at one point, And this is when that film, The Secret, came out because people would say to me, you know, I heard this is a life coach class. I heard this is the secret class. And I'm like, no, this is Tracy Moore, the spirited actor. But the point is, is that what people felt in my class was my purpose. I knew I was there based on being a casting director, giving information and teaching from that point of view, also being an acting coach and giving that point of view as well. However, I was there to confirm that dreams do come true. Acting is a real job and anything that you want to do, be, have is possible. And from that, people thought my classes were life coach classes, life coach classes, but they were classes that had meaning and they continue to have meaning, purpose and empower actors on their journey. 
Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, fellow 20-somethings. It's your girl, Sydney Winter. And guess what? The wait is finally over. Season four of Crying in Public is here, and I'm flying solo for the very first time. That's right, no co-host to rein me in, just me and myself in the mic. From relationships to careers and all the awkward encounters in between, we're covering it all. So mark your calendars and set your reminders because Crying in Public is dropping its juiciest season yet. Listen to the new season of Crying in Public on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more. And listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.